This is Upload Media. Welcome back, listeners. Oh my God, we're so glad you're here. Oh my God, it's been a whole week. It's been too long. Too long. <laughs> Welcome to your favorite podcast, Othered. With your hosts, Caleb and Sarah. Here we are. Here we are. We're back. And here you are. Here we all are together, <laughs> listening again. Don't forget that this podcast was produced by Upload Media Group right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And the, thank you, Logan. <laughs> yes. We're so excited. Support local. Support local, always and forever. What's up, Caleb? <laughs> I don't know why, but like sometimes this happens to me. But I feel like we've been doing this long enough that it's not that big of a deal anymore. But like sometimes I like hear the music and we get into like podcaster mode and yeah. I get really nervous. Oh my god. I don't know, but I feel kind of nervous today. I feel like I get nervous when there's other people here. Yeah. Because then <laughs> there's people watching us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Logan sees us be weird, you know, That's all the true. time. But like Logan's family. He doesn't you know, you count can do all the anymore. weird shit in front of family and it's yeah. like not that big of a deal. Right. Like he just accepts us for who we are. Yeah, he's stuck with us regardless yeah. of how we're right. acting here. <laughs> he might roll his eyes, but he still loves us. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. We hope. <laughs> Actually, if he still likes us after that um, last episode, the what is it, mm -hmm. then we're probably yeah. in the clear. <laughs> <sighs> if you're still listening to us after that episode, then God bless you. <laughs> For real. God bless you. And you must really be down because right. that was kind of a mess. Mm -hmm. But my mom told me she thought it was funny. I think it's one of those episodes that's kind of like we're vetting our listeners. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you can't hang with that episode, then you just shouldn't be listening to our podcast period. So. Exactly. So if you're still listening, you made it. That's our cult made it through following the test. episode. Right. <laughs> if you're a true fan, then you listened to that and loved it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, funny. Yeah. One thing is, I am really glad to be here with you. Oh, me too. I just fucking love you. I just fucking so love you too. Yeah. You're my favorite person on the planet. Oh my God. You're like my favorite person. Oh, except for your best friend. Right. But you're like up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> second best. Right. I come second to your children. So I, I'm at maybe at best third. There's a good top. 10. Right. Okay. See, don't, so don't with me. I like, just like I'm to like, give you a hard time. Uh huh. Sure. Hurt your feelings a little yep, bit. They're hurt. Good. I love to hurt the feelings of the men <laughs> in my life for all the things they've done to me Honestly, in the past. Honestly, hurt more men's feelings. I'm so down with that. That Hashtag. should be on some merch. Absolutely. Hurt more men's feelings. Yes. Uh -huh. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> That's our OnlyFans um, site now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kayla. Anyway. We are joined by some really lovely humans today on our podcast. Yes. And I feel like we often say, we've been waiting to have so-and-so on, but I think it's We have said that the past, like, five people. We have, but we always... <laughs> I feel like we're really surrounding ourselves with mm -hmm. 
people we want to talk to. So I that's think part why. of it is that we were manifesting and now it's happening. Yeah. Like, whoa. We put that shit out there yeah. and we drew it into yes. our lives. And we love that. We do. So our guests today are be- have been manifested. We manifested them. Yes. They just appeared out of thin air. <laughs> and in my you know, you guys have heard that I'm a cyber stalker. So in my cyber stalking activities, this is someone I cyber stalk. Um, I I do love. No shame, huh? I mean, it's already been said. Right, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm a cyber stalker, so I cyber stalk Amanda. Um, I do her workouts. Not lately because I've also been eating a lot of sugar cookies and not following any type of nutritional or physical plan but when i'm in when i'm feeling motivated i do her workouts on her app um i even calculated my macros and micros which was really hard i tried to eat that way so she's inspirational from my my cyber screen yeah yes and i know a lot of people in the community have been motivated by her as well to totally transform their lives via tire trained right so if you can't guess on who's here today it's Amanda Campbell and Courtney Pennell. Yes. Courtney Pennell. Come on down, you guys. First off, there we oh. go. Thank you, Logan. Yes. I've been waiting for that. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome Thank you to the podcast. We are so glad you're here. Thank you. Yay. We've been waiting a while. Um, to have you guys on and i'm really excited that you're here yeah i'm um, excited to be here and you can consider us family too oh, oh good we can be as weird as we want loved that last episode okay <laughs> Hell so, yeah yes good Great. glad to hear it <laughs> yes. so you you might be as unhinged as we are we might be okay perfect mm-hmm. i love it oh, we're in good company to figure it out. <laughs> we are we are so we know, Amanda, that you own Tire Trained. Yes, I do. Which is a fitness community and also a physical space here in town. Will you tell us all about Tire Trained for those that haven't heard? You bet. I started Tire Trained in my backyard with literal dirt and grass wow. in 2018. Uh, I call it an accidental business because I did not intend for it to turn into what it has today. And I am very grateful that it has. I've just sort of responded to the demand over time, and this is where it has brought us. Uh, So yes, I started it after I did my own transformation in 2015. I really liked the fitness scene, but I was like, I'm kind of looking to shake it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why not, you know, incorporate several different types of fitness, uh, functional fitness with the tires, being one of them. Um, But then we slowly started to add like strength training and some cardio and things like that. So that is where it started. We just a real quick rundown from 2018 to present. We, I ran it out of my backyard uh, up until the end of 2018. Then we were in a church space next door to my house. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Which was actually where it really took off. Uh, this is the universe's way of just doing things for you, you know, mm-hmm. because I was not overly optimistic about it, but I was uh, grateful for an inside space. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, that uh, we grew out of that space and I got my first studio in Marion and we moved in there in March of 2019. Uh we quickly grew out of that space. Uh, and so we moved into the current space we're in in 
January of 2020. Wow. Yes. Right before. Had to navigate COVID and Mm. all of that stuff. Mm. Uh, Many other things since then. And now we are running a 10-week transformation program called T3. That's the primary thing we do out of the tire train space now. So cool. that was good. Yeah. yeah Quick rundown. <laughs> Great job. Good yes. elevator Thank pitch. You. Yeah. Thank you. So tell us about the T3 total transformation. What is that exactly? So T3 stands for tire trained transformation. Okay. Mm. Uh, and it was born out of. Uh, a thought that I had, I was, you know, I'm always evaluating the community, seeing what people need, how are people uh, succeeding, uh, where are people struggling, and what can we continue to do for them to evolve. So I really identified, because we used to have classes where you could come in and take them whenever you wanted. We had a schedule, people could pop in and pop out, which was great. We had a really nice time with that. But where my passion really lies is through the transformation. Um, you've likely seen many of them on social media. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, yes. And I really wanted to dive into that transformational process with people. But I, there was really no way that I could do that if they were popping in and out on a, right. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. a sporadic basis, if you will. So I said, I think we need a start date and an end date for this thing. And so that's kind of where it came from. And I I piloted a class in June of 2022. And we had about 20 people. And it has, again, just really exploded and grown from there. So it's it's evolved every single session. So we have the 10-week session. We'll have a two- to three-week break in between mm-hmm. and then we go back into the another 10-week session so some people have done every session since we've started wow and they've just had an ongoing transformation and it really truly has turned into a entire lifestyle transformation sure. approach mm-hmm. not just the physical <laughs> fitness program mm-hmm. type of thing uh, this session we've actually rolled out five pillars of the program So training being the first pillar, so that's the actual program that you show up for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nutrition, of course, is a part of it as well. That was another motivation for me was our community was not getting enough nutrition support. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely an element of the T3 program. Then we've got a daily checklist of things you need to do outside of the gym, Mm -hmm. you know. And then uh, what's our next one? Community. Community, no, mindset first and then community. Mm -hmm. So these have all kind of come together to help people really step into their power. And uh, some of them, it's the first time they've ever really prioritized themselves Mm -hmm. and learned who they are, you know. And so it's been really awesome to watch these people do that for the first time through our program. That's really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not like necessarily anything new that you're creating sessions, right? Like there's things like, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was like P90X, right? Sure. But it was like, that was kind of way back in the day. But yes. like I hear of like ferals and all these other different kind of like programs that are built on sessions, right? Yes. Um, so that's not new. But what is new is like this commitment to like a full scale 
like holistic approach yes. to fitness and the fitness isn't just about your body but exactly about your mind and your relationship to a community yes which i think is really what sets this program apart. absolutely and people have said really from the backyard days is this is more than a gym it's mm-hmm. more than more than a fitness program you know it really is a nice approach to your whole health mm-hmm. i cannot tell you how many people have entered our space and said, my mental health has improved so much Mm -hmm. since I've been doing this. And I think a large part of that is just having a space that you feel comfortable in, Mm -hmm. especially a fitness space, because it can be very intimidating. Yeah. And that stops people from even starting, Mm -hmm. ultimately. And that that whole concept of making it that welcoming space was born in, in the backyard days mm. because people would say, I really want to come, but I feel like I need to get in shape first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, I feel like I hear that a lot from people who are like hesitant to be in yoga. They're like, well, I'm not yes. very flexible. I need to get yeah. flexible first. I'm yes, like, no, 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 no. You guys no. would totally <laughs> understand this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so I was like, I have got to get a message out there that, welcomes them in regardless. Yeah. And yeah. so we, or I came up with the tagline, come as you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can come as you are. As long as you are willing to meet me halfway, I will I will watch you. I will help set you up for success with any modifications needed and truly just meet you at your level so that you can build from there. And that, that is one solid thing that has stayed consistent from those backyard days. And I think it's what sets us apart as well. So what I'm hearing, too, is it sounds like the, the, like the seeds of what it is now mm-hmm. like started or were like already there when you started in your backyard. Yes, yes. About the inclusivity. Yes. About the um, full holistic approach. Yes. I want to hear a little bit about how that like evolved for you. Okay. Like, it, like you started off small, like being grateful for what it was, but like now you have this whole space and this whole program. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, especially that part about the holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this is really something, like I said, people have said this, it's more than a gym. And I'm like, you know what? It, it is. And so, as I said, I've really responded to the demand of the program over time and so listening to these people say this I'm like okay they see this thing as more than a gym how can we continue to increase support for that you know and make it be part of the program Mm -hmm. now so you you were listening yeah totally over time it's constant I mean she can attest to this it's constant like what could we be doing better (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what can we be doing better for these people to help improve their lifestyle Mm. and it not just be a community they belong to not just a gym where they go through the motions because Mm -hmm. people do that and that's fair Mm -hmm. that is not the type of gym I want to run Mm -hmm. you know I want so I want to be a space where people feel welcome included regardless of who they are Mm -hmm. and I want them to be able to thrive you know and and we have done a really nice job with that. <coughs> I think that listening aspect is really so important. Because yes. I think, you know, I notice this in myself. Mm-hmm. That, like I'm constantly trying to figure out where my next step is, right? And yes. I think sometimes if I just shut up and I listen, yeah. that like the answer is being told to me. You know, that the signs are there yes. as long as I'm open enough to like hear it yeah. or to see it. 
Yes. You know? Yeah, totally. So people, that's really incredible. One interesting thing about people is we try to control things mm. so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We do. We do. <laughs> and really this fair. is something, this has been a part of my evolution as a human, is I learned a critical thing through my business process is if you know your what and your why the how will come about and you don't have to try so hard to control it yeah and tire train is absolutely a product of that Mm -hmm. because i actually started helping people through nutrition Mm. and i did not have um i was not a trainer i was not super interested in being a trainer just because I had a perceived idea that the market was oversaturated. Mm. So it's like I didn't even take the time to think about how I could develop my skill to set myself apart. But the the how, just the universe was like, nope, like you're doing this new thing and you're going to get good at this new thing that nobody else has to offer you. And so um, that has been a really neat process too because I've always known my what I've always known my why but the how is like I don't know (laughs) you know I'll train people on the side out of my garage (laughs) that's literally what I was going to Mm do what do you think encouraged you to take the step into pursuing this full time and like continuing to change and evolve because you could have just stopped with classes like I think also listening, but also almost creating that market for people to realize the importance of a total life transformation instead of just an hour or three hours a week. Like what pushes you to continue to push harder in this and want more? Oh man, (sighs) that's a loaded question. Um, I love the work of like seeing a transformation happen Probably because it happened to me. And when we say transformation, right. what does that mean? Um, I would say the most meaningful way that I see it is I see people's whole mindset and like approach to their life or or problems or a a hurdle or a barrier, and they completely ha- like shift their mindset around that. And, and then they're successful because of it, you know, that can be, that covers a whole bunch of stuff, physical things, mm-hmm. uh, mental things in your life. And so to me, that is, that is seeing that transformation occur. So with me, I, I talked about how I went through my own physique transformation in 2015, but man, midway through that, I was like, this is about so much more than just my body. Mm. Like I was, I will always say, I remember exactly where I was when this happened. I was on the S curves by Quaker Oats Mm -hmm. and I just like sobbed. I was like, this is like extremely powerful beyond just having a six pack and Mm -hmm. like nice glutes, you know? And that just shifted my mindset tremendously for my own life. I was like, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to think anything is possible. So yeah. that is really where I just continue to believe in the possibility when it comes to this business. Uh, and I attack it mm. with a force. If I see that there is a need that we can provide to people. Mm. I, 
I feel like that resonates so much with me because I actually just had therapy today. And I think, Good you for know, you. thank you. <laughs> um, and it's so necessary. But like the things that I was talking to my therapist about today were about confidence mm-hmm. and about self-esteem. And I still feel like I struggle with that a lot because mm-hmm. I think that there's things like shame about, you know, being gay and being out that I think come from, you know, the way that I was brought up and all yes. that stuff that just I feel like still kind of are programmed into my brain. Mm-hmm. Um But what I was hearing from you is this transformation, you know, not only is it physical, but like there's this shedding off of of those like negative mindsets. Mm -hmm. And like, of course, you know, working out gives you endorphins. That's going to improve your mental health and all that stuff. But like there's so much more to it. You start to believe in yourself. Right. You start to value yourself. Right. The more you invest in yourself, the more you value Absolutely. One thing I do see with uh, we are starting to have some men come into the program Mm. So I do not mean to only talk about women, but it has been primarily women the entire time we've been doing this. And I see these some of these women and they're like, why have I been tolerating X, Y or Z? Because I am worth more than that, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and that is powerful they realize that through their own abilities, yeah. you know, and we just simply provide the space for them to see that. Mm-hmm. That you affirmation know? came out of them. Yes. Of the and it's for. like yeah. been really neat to be a support for them through those thoughts because, mm. you know, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. You know, my self-worth is the thing that I have continuously been working on mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Still a work in progress. I just yeah. started therapy this year. Hell yeah. Good job. Yes. And so... Um, while I've grown a lot prior to this year, I am continuing to see where my self-worth, my own self-worth could use some work too. Mm-hmm. And so I think also just, we, we can all relate to each other, mm-hmm. you know, we can yeah. all relate to each other no matter where you're at in your journey. Mm-hmm. And if we can just come together and feed off of one another and support one another through this, in finding our self-worth and finding our abilities, like how cool mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been really neat to watch those self-worth self-esteem types of things come to life totally. through these people. I feel like it seems really simple to think like, obviously how you perceive yourself shapes every other avenue of what you will do <laughs> or believe in yeah. life. But when we're wrapped up in our own shit, yeah. um, we forget that it's, it's that simple. It's because you need to, something's going on with you mm-hmm. that you need to look at and you yes. need to fix. And then again, that community support, yes. which we talk about a lot too, because yeah. I know, especially for Caleb and I, um, Caleb's one of the most uplifting people in my mm-hmm. life. So when I do forget my own self-worth, Caleb will be like, you're beautiful yes. and you're great and <laughs> you're valuable. And I'm like, and okay. it matters yeah, it to does hear somebody matter. say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I joke sometimes. I'm like, people should just walk through here in the morning and go on with their day because we'll come in and they're like, oh my gosh, like this, you know, this compliment and that compliment. And this was so great. I saw you do yesterday. And like, literally, you're hearing like, just a flood of compliments from everybody in the room and mm-hmm. it's great it's like how how it should be right yeah totally. because it does they do come in and they okay. feel down and for whatever reason mm-hmm. um sometimes and that makes all the difference sometimes mm-hmm. they will say it you know this one hour in the gym is the only time i feel like i have control of my life sometimes you know mm. and to be able to provide that space is truly an honor mm. 
Um, yes. Um, something I want to talk about is this, you know, this idea that mostly women have been a mm-hmm. part of Tire Trained. Um, I guess I kind of want to hear your thoughts about like how and why that came about, but also, um, I guess in prior conversations that we've had um, up to this day where we're recording, um, we've talked a lot about kind of the safe space of um, workout spaces yes. and how they can feel so uncomfortable yes. and how um, it is important to have like a quote unquote safe space mm-hmm. to be um, and how you went about creating that. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Um, do you want to like piggyback off of just the women only thing? Or? Yeah. I mean, I guess you can kind of, I mean, that's a very open-ended question and I kind of touched on a couple of things cause my brain is like no, firing okay. off. You Mine know, is but like that too. No yeah, worries. Very ADHD <laughs> yes, today. <laughs> that's okay. I'm chugging my coffee, trying to slow it down, but here we go. Um, creating the safe space. And I do want to talk about including men. Yeah. Um, and I would love to have this conversation because I am learning and having men in my space that men need this too, you know? And what I, you know, just, I just am like, you shouldn't have to go somewhere where you're trying to improve your life and feel self-conscious. Right. You just shouldn't have to. And so what we do, first of all, I have a steel trap of my mind so I can always remember people's names. I can remember at least one thing about their life that they've told me. And so I do a really great job of connecting with people and that's building trust right off the bat, you know, trust. Yeah. Trust. They know that you have got their back Mm -hmm. from the start. And I do, I don't just say this stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, just tell me where you're at. Just tell me where you're at. You know, and I don't know that they some of these people have never had somebody say that to them, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I think in creating the safe space, those are the kind of conversations we have. Uh, Courtney has joined in on the initial like progress tracking session that we do when we start a session. So we open up like a Saturday. The schedule is open on a first come first serve basis, which creates a really neat environment Mm -hmm. because they all kind of can pile in at, at the same time and meet each other, have conversations, but they go talk to Courtney first and they do a certain, they do some measurements with her. Then they come talk to me. And so she is also heavily invested in getting to know them as well. So they've got two people on their side now, you know, Mm -hmm. where they are made to feel comfortable being just exactly as they are. And that's all we want to let them know the first time they come in. Yeah. You know, there's just not a lot of spaces you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for so long now. I catch myself assuming places are like that <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that's right. what our daily reality is, yeah. you know, and it's not. And I feel like I need to do more work outside of the gym to, mm-hmm help spread this thing. And so even just being here is such an opportunity to do that, you know, Mm -hmm. just to explain the need Mm -hmm. for us to just see people for where they're at and accept that, Mm -hmm. you know, and help them in whatever capacity you're working with the person to grow, you know? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we forget as a society that men also need that space to feel vulnerable because whenever I go to the gym, I mean, it's, I'd say 80% men. Yes. Um, and they're, you know, like with their big heavy weights and they're making all these sounds when they <laughs> pick them up and put them down. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, well, you mu- I guess I always make the assumption that they do feel safe and that they do feel 
um, scene and um, like they're working on whatever goals and they're getting there. And I just make that assumption from my own little, you know, treadmill as I am staring and judging. But I think that it's really nice to see more men in your program. I agree with you. And it has been eye opening to me um that paired with courtney being my partner courtney has three sons and i have a daughter Mm. and so pair that with my history like growing up i was scared of men you Mm. know just some experiences and things that i experienced as a child men were scary Mm. and i still feel like that sometimes you know But what I'm realizing is, like you said, they're at the gym banging the weights around and being loud. And it's like, do they even want to be like that? Or do they feel like they have to be like that? Mm, Because this is how men, unfortunately, men have been conditioned in our society to carry this certain way to be, Mm -hmm. you know, that. That toxic masculinity. Yes. And so. It was, I think, in our January session, we had a man, one man in the 5 a.m. class, and one piece of feedback he gave me, he's like, I have never seen men support each other in a gym like these women do, and it's Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He loved being part of it, and he's like, we need this in spaces where it's primarily men dominant, too. Yeah. And I agree, because... Men should also be allowed to come in and be vulnerable and tell me I'm not good at this. I'm weak here. Yeah, I want to grow here. But and then have someone cheer you on yes, when you're hitting your goals and have somebody guide you and help you. Mm-hmm. And I have just been like my mind has been opened to this. And I am grateful for that because it kind of heals my perspective on men as well. Um, also being part of her son's lives. I'm like, we even need to raise these boys to be comfortable with you know expressing need weakness Mm -hmm. strength vulnerability vulnerability, whatever it may be the same way that we have made space for women Mm -hmm. because then we can all collectively come together and present you know we both men and women both have feminine and masculine traits Mm -hmm. and we it doesn't have to only be masculine for men and only be feminine for women. Yeah. You can bring it all together and create a really nice dynamic. Mm-hmm. But sure. our society, man, it has just polarized mm. us. Yeah. And I think it's also important to note, too, that like what is considered masculine and what is considered feminine has changed so much over time. Totally. So those things aren't set. No, you know, they're not stone. set. Yeah. Yes. It and can so, be very subjective yeah, very as well. Tight hold to whatever is masculine, whatever is feminine is like just hold that with a looser hand. Absolutely. You know? like, just strength training in general mm-hmm. in our gym. Mm-hmm. I think that takes a level of courage for women to step into. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because traditionally it has not been a woman thing. And mm-hmm. why do you think that is? Because a lot of times I really like lifting. Yes. It's good to get my aggression out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a badass. And yes. in yoga, we use a lot of body strength because we're pushing ourselves up and down. So I can tell when I go to the gym, I'm way stronger yes. in a plank. But when I talk to women about lifting, they're like, well, I don't want to get buff. And I'm like, trust me, you won't. Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> not going to work out difficult. that hard. Yeah, she needs to pop in here because she's like, <laughs> I wish it was that easy, yeah. <laughs> you know? And and I think that's one thing is we, tr- we help women understand that these myths about getting mm. strong are not true 
at all. Mm -hmm. You know, in fact, if you train this way, you'll get a smaller, more compact body that is probably shaped how you want it to be shaped, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of exhausting yourself just to simply become a smaller version of yourself. Yeah. That's another thing we teach them is like the way that we've been taught through diet culture, uh, just the way that women have been expected to be, just be as small as possible, take up as as least amount of space as you can. Like, no, (laughs) you know, we want to take up space and we want to learn how to do this right. Mm -hmm. So we take care of our bodies. So we walk out more confident and our objective in training changes entirely as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not there just to get small. We're there to change ourselves in a comprehensive manner Mm -hmm. um, so that we show up stronger in many different ways. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to make that distinction between like getting fit for somebody else or for to like to look a certain way for somebody else as Mm -hmm. opposed to like just getting healthy for yourself. Yes. Getting healthy. Right. Versus like skinny. Yes. Right. Yeah. That there's like there's that misconception or um, the way it's um, projected out there in the um, in the fitness world and fitness social media space that, you know, there is a dichotomy. There is a difference between, you know, just getting healthy mm-hmm. versus like trying to sculpt your body to look a certain way for somebody yes. else. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's so this important. This is why, you know, I was like taking a comprehensive approach is critical mm-hmm. yeah. because if your focus is always the body, it's not going to stick probably. No. Right. You know, and so I really encourage these people to find a way to train that they enjoy, mm-hmm. that they feel empowered by, mm-hmm. that they don't dread, that they're not just simply seeking exhaustion, you know, but seeking efficiency. And the way I explain it to them is every time we come to the gym, we're meeting ourselves at a level of adaptation and we're trying to move to the next level of adaptation. And that's mm-hmm. it. And you feel awesome doing that. And yeah. the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. And so to to realize that, it's, it's just incredible to watch that. I feel like that's kind of what Caleb and I try and employ in our yoga teaching. Like yeah. every day is a practice. It's mm-hmm. not a performance. Yes, you guys align very well with the way we teach. And we had just started a new session on Monday. So this is like such a great time oh. to talk about yeah. this. Yes. I love it. Because a lot of conversation this week is very much what you said. Mm-hmm. This is not about hitting PRs mm-hmm. and all of that. This is about getting familiar. Mm-hmm. That's all your expectation mm-hmm. is. Yep. Well, Stay it's so curious. much about that idea about like come as you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That like you don't have to come to the mat or to tire trained or whatever at a certain level of being able to perform at a certain level, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like just come as you are and let's find out where you're new, at yeah. right? and like start to work on something and that's the only way you can actually even make any progress you absolutely know? if you come you know before that or if you come with a different mindset like you have you run you run the risk of hurting yourself hurting yourself or burning yourself quitting. out or, yeah any yes. of those things yes that is one thing i have realized in in my evolution as a trainer is these people think they have to come in here and like have a certain strength level mm-hmm. off the bat. And that is not true. That is not true. What you do need is an open mind, mm-hmm. an open mind to welcome yourself into the space, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and once you have that, like 
you can really soar from there. You mm-hmm. guys have probably seen it in yoga mm-hmm. when they're not trying to keep up with the person next to them. We can actually learn information about them and therefore get somewhere with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was also thinking we talk a lot about honoring that space between like tension and like discomfort. Yes. Um, and it's like, just because you're not comfortable or you're learning something new or you're lifting heavier or you have someone who's pushing you because they know you can do more, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're going to die. Like, right. You can be uncomfortable. You yes. can push further. And, oh, my God, you might discover, like, you can do it. And now your baseline's changed. Exactly. And so tomorrow, you know, your what you're capable of has reached a new height. And that right there is the powerful point. Because mm. they're like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that. Now mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Now what? You know, we were it, we traveled to uh, New York last year and we took a class out there and the lady in the class leading the class. She's like, it's just exercise. It's not going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I now say that I kind of a that. lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just yeah. exercise. Try it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just try it out. You've got plenty of uh, support and space to do so. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it's uh yeah, it's just, just try it. This yeah. is something that uh, I would like to speak upon as well, is that the gym is, my thing is five, four, you got one more. And that's when the timer's coming to the end. And every single time, they always have one more. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes they need somebody else to believe in them before they can believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have found that this is much more than the body. Yes. This is about this is the mindset up top here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So but five, we, four, you got one more. That is yeah. what we do for people is we will believe in you until you believe in yourself, mm-hmm. you right. know. And yeah. to have somebody on your side like that is it just it can take you so far. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, Courtney, you bring this up that this next part that I want us to focus on is this idea of community mm. and that it's in and of itself has been so transformational in my life mm-hmm. is, you know, creating a community of people that support me and love me and push me to challenge myself and that allow um, you to come as you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That there's like, there's grace and that there's love in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's also people who like see me and understand me and know that I can do better. Yes. You know, that that's so important. That's so important. That is one thing I feel like she does for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because that was one area as a business owner. I want people to be better than me and to tell me that I'm capable of better totally and to reach new heights you know Mm -hmm. and so having her walk into this with me has been very powerful um to to be boosted up by somebody as well you know yeah so something safety and staying the same yeah and you know you have to reflect on like who you're spending your time with yeah and if they're letting (laughs) you just do the things that you that are really uh you know just not good for your health like sobriety you guys talk about this a lot Mm -hmm. and congratulations thank you um i have also been alcohol free for 500 plus days awesome um i love everybody who has encountered my life but i i have a couple of times have to have had to reflect on like are these people pushing me to be my best or are they letting me sit here and drink my weekends away and sometimes weekdays. And like, I, you know, you want those people that are going to be like, is that, is that a good idea? Mm -hmm. You know? 
Um, and so my, my personal life and mindset has shifted over the past couple of years to really welcome in this community of people that want you to elevate mm -hmm. because they're out there. Yeah, they are out there. Yes. Um, okay, so I love a gay story. Um, <laughs> I want to know how you guys met. Ooh, why that. are we here? <laughs> right. We met at Tires. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Was Courtney a total transformation attendee? <laughs> yeah. So she came in um, early 2021, and that was when we were operating under the old model, so T3 was not a thing yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would run challenges. So like I would do like an eight week challenge that the people at Tire Train could participate in if they wanted to. So she came in as a new member and on this challenge. And so we got to meet um, and we didn't get together until the end of 2021. Uh, but she was a member at the gym, very regular attendee, 5 a.m. Uh, almost every day. So, yeah, we explored um more than just that member owner <laughs> relationship <laughs> uh at the end of 2021 and yeah the rest is history there oh cute were you guys that. like yes. flirting when would you be like <laughs> you can do one more court other. you got this no no she no. had never, uh, I didn't know if she was into women either, mm. so I had to take a risk. And yeah, yeah, she definitely approached me, and this is something I really haven't shared publicly either, but um, I, you know, I've dated men and only mm. men until her, uh, and, but I would, I will say, like, that curiosity about women or girls uh, as early as five years old was present with me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and I would still say, you know, if I was, if I was single, I would say that would be fluid still for me probably. Uh, but right about the same time I was like, I should consider like dating apps and connecting with women, mm -hmm. you know, and then enter Courtney Pennell. <laughs> I didn't have to do the dating app thing, you know. Thank God it's a mess. I know. Yeah. I was like, how am I going to do this with women? Because it sucks with men, okay? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I had been in my mind, like, I was single for a very long time. Mm. And I was like, you know, the thought is like, how are the people in my life going to see that? Totally. And, um, I just got to a place where I'm old enough and confident enough that like, that's a them issue. That's yeah. not a me mm -hmm. issue. Totally. Yeah. And so I haven't really, thankfully I've had great supporters around me. I haven't felt the need to explain myself. Um, and I felt really good about stepping, you know, into this relationship and to the outsiders, a new sexual orientation is probably what it looks like you know but sure. truly it's a sexual orientation that's been there for much longer than people know right and typically it is yeah. right mm -hmm. you know like i think that i was kind of always very you know gay i did not uh, right? i did not know you were gay really until i met you wow you yeah guys. yeah mm -hmm. i did not know um but you know and i think there's something even to be said you know about you know by erasure too that there's like People who are in heterosexual relationships who can who are bi, yes, you know, totally. and so it's like 
sexuality is such a wild thing. It and is. It's also it's fascinating. It really mm-hmm. is. Um, and it is, you know, interesting to hear about, you know, people coming out to themselves. Yes. Yeah. You know, like that's such an interesting story. That's to a me. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Because there's so much internalized homophobia. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you got to like map it out? Like, how are the parents going to handle yeah. it? How are, <laughs> how are, you know, right. uh, I, you know, my mom passed away in 2014 and I am estranged oh, from my dad. Uh, he lives here, but I didn't really have to worry about that. So sure. if I did, I don't know. I'm not really sure what mm. would have happened with that, mm. you know, yeah. because that's like, oh gosh, what are they going to think? And how is the, how is that relationship dynamic going to change? Mm. And it just sucks that you even have to think about it. You yeah, know, totally. I, it's, I just also am a firm believer and a mother, like if my child or her children came to us and told us they were gay, like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't. I just wish people didn't have to declare it, yeah. you know? Uh, and that's something I've always been like, why do we have to do this? Yeah. Why can, can't we have the people in our lives just accept us for mm-hmm. who we are, who we may be, who mm-hmm. we are growing into? Yeah. And I think yeah, I started to see it a little bit more with like this younger like mm-hmm. generation. Yes, it's mm-hmm. great. Right? And it is great. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, for people in our generation, you know, or above that there is this you know, we didn't live in ideal circumstances, yes. you know, like gay, mar- gay marriage was only what ratified in Iowa in what, 2009. Yeah. yeah. Like super recent, super recent. And we can't just like, you know, jump super far in the future and be like, this is the ideal, you know, that we're going for. Um, we still, we have had to live those lives of like being in the closet or yes. whatever, or having to come out to ourselves, Yes, you know, and that's been a process that I, you know, unfortunately we had to go through, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, if anything, we're helping to create that culture for, the future generations, awesome. you know, for mm-hmm. your kids, for their kids, you know. That was like, another thing too. I was like, it's great if people see me do this, you yeah. know, because I feel like there's been people in my life that have quote unquote come out or, you know, women who have been with men and they've entered into relationships with women. It makes you be like, oh, it it is possible. Like yeah. you can you do permission. that, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that for somebody, I think that's incredible. You know, as a byproduct, if you will, of my own life experience. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it is interesting watching these this younger generation. My daughter's thirteen, and she's yeah. hands down one of the most accepting people I know. <laughs> you know, oh. and if we can raise that up and foster that in our own kids, maybe the next generation doesn't feel like they have to be so worried about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Especially in a place like Iowa. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's another thing. We really like to travel uh, outside to bigger communities because it doesn't matter. Right. People don't care. Yeah. You know, my daughter also loves to go to big cities Mm -hmm. because it's just it's not so people don't care so much about what you do. (laughs) You know, it's great. It's great. It's like, I don't need you to care about my life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so, yes, in Iowa, it definitely is. uh, It's, it can be a challenge for sure. Yeah. I can speak a little bit to this. We actually lived in Kansas city for um, five to seven years and then moved back to Iowa. And I felt like I was going backwards in life. Mm. And sometimes I still do. And it's different when you're gay in Iowa and you look like this. And you look like more masculine. (laughs) That's another thing too is like I present very feminine, at least on the outside. And 
So I'm sure it's confusing totally. to people. Like, you don't look gay. Well, what does that look like? Right. Yeah, what does being gay sure. look like? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> yeah. And I find myself struggling some days as well. You know, I have a kid um, at a daycare facility and a second grader. And I used to work for the federal government. So I would come drop him off. I'd have a shirt or bow tie and a tie on. And the kids would come up to me and they would ask, are you a mommy? Or are you daddy? And I was like, well, I'm a mommy. And they'd be like, why do you wear a tie? And I said, because this is who I am. And if you have any questions, you can talk to your mom or dad about that. <laughs> you know, and that used to paralyze me, like to the point that I wouldn't even volunteer at my kids' activities at school. Yeah. And then I had to have a real conversation with myself and be like, you know what? You need to get out there and you need to represent. Yeah. And you need to show people you that this is possible. You might be one of the only people that yeah. those kids see, see in that light. And you're teaching them how they're going to totally. approach other people like mm-hmm. that. Yes. Totally. So yeah. um, sometimes you got to get outside of your own comfort zone mm-hmm. for the benefit and to be better and bigger for everybody else. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And that's part of that transformation, right? Yes. Is that mm-hmm. becoming like your authentic self and yes. having that like self-worth. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gay. And, you know, I live in a place that might be a little scary. Mm-hmm. But that's also, you know... I can't live in that shame yeah. anymore. I can't live in that like self-protective bubble anymore. I have to like step into myself totally. and be me. Yes, mm-hmm. regardless. You know? And that's what you guys are providing for. It's great. The people mm-hmm. at Tire Train, which I fucking love. Yes. You know, Thank like that's you. what it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we put a flag on the window too that mm. everybody's welcome here. Um, because she's even talked about like, Showing up gay, like like more mm-hmm. masculine presenting, has been a challenge for her mm. in traditionally female dominated spaces. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't always feel welcome. Yeah, you know, and in our space, it's like whatever. Right, everybody show belongs. up. However, yeah, you know, fat, skinny, super gay. Hidden gay, (laughs) more feminine presenting and people don't know, you know, Uh, I I do not care. I just want you to tell me about yourself, Mm. you know. When we met before, um, you told us a story about one person you had that happened to be paired with a was it a man of color Mm -hmm. and how she felt. Will you share that story with us? Yeah, I can share that. Uh, It was the first time it's ever happened. Uh, We started a session and um, we had a man in class and it was, I think, the second day of the session. And the way that it works is we pair people up at a at a like a squat rack together and we randomize how we do that. So uh, an individual in the program was paired up. It was a trio, actually, so it wasn't just them two, uh, with the man in class. And I did not know that it was an issue until Courtney was like, hey, she just left. She just went and got her keys and she left. And I was like, okay, can you go check on her and see if she's all right? And so she came back and told me that she wasn't happy that there was a man in class. And so she was going to be separating herself from the program. Mm. And I was floored because we seemingly offer the come as you are approach uh, every like the sign is on the window mm-hmm. everyone is welcome here like that goes for men too mm-hmm. it's not like except for men in small fine print you know sure. um and so i was just like wow like how do we handle this also mm-hmm. you know and so I uh, 
she had ended up emailing me and I responded back and I I just said, you know, the space is inclusive and I'm sorry that you are disappointed, <clears throat> but we welcome men. <clears throat> Excuse me. We welcome men, women, everybody, you know, and I welcomed her to if she changed her mind to please come back and we will support her journey as well. And um, she opted to not come back hmm. because of it. And and it was a black man, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it. That was not part of the conversation. Uh, but, you know, it just it sunk me a little bit because mm-hmm. I was like, I hate that for him, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets lifted up by everybody else. So, uh, yeah, it was a confusing moment for me. I think it's probably, I know for me, as someone who is often showing up as othered, well, just like we all are everywhere we go, Yes. Um, it's nice to feel like I'm actually supported by the places that I'm at. Yes. Um, when someone's willing to have my back or to say, okay, we don't tolerate that here. Yes. And if that's how you roll, do that on your own time. Absolutely. Um, right. It reinforces that safe space, I think, for everyone else that is so like devoted to your program. Yes, I, I agree. And that's actually what I thought about was how do I advocate for everybody else in the room? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because we are not going to exclude people based on anything, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And so um, you're right, you know, the response that I gave, I was perfectly confident with, and um, I felt good just supporting and advocating for the people that are there. And so, yeah. Well, we had talked about, because we were in Iowa City, and we saw, like, the the LGBTQ flag uh, that says everyone is welcome here. And I was like, it is crazy that you kind of feel like you need to have that on your door Mm -hmm. or see that on a door to Mm -hmm. know for sure that you're going to be accepted there, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, we've got to get one just so people know, Mm -hmm. you know? And also the people that don't really maybe like LGBTQ or men or whatever, um, I want to send that message that we do in fact support everybody here. So if you don't, there's the flag right. letting yeah. you know <laughs> and the kind you of space can you're walking choose into. not yeah. to, you know, patronize the business, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's yeah. your right. Yes. Yeah. As, as a consumer. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I know this time has gone really fast. It has. It has. Um, we normally play a little game with our guests. I love this game. Oh, you've been listening, I but I didn't know. I did not practice anything. <laughs> okay. 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 But I love let the me, game. Let me get the game. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Go get it, baby. <laughs> do you always ask the same question? We do. Okay. Keeps it consistent. So I know a little. Right. I know a little. I add some new ones in there one of these days. Switch okay. it up. The game doesn't have a name, so um, I should name the game. I know if you can come up with a good name, I'll, I'll see what I can think we're, of. We're willing to take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like I want to interview you guys <laughs> after listening to so oh. many episodes. I'm like, I want to interview you. I feel like I'm down. I was all gonna right. say, I <laughs> have said all that there ever could. I still hate listening to myself. Honestly, you're so. great though. Oh my gosh, please, please know it's, you are great. Thank you. Yes, I don't know if you ever feel like that. If you like get tired of watching you, you know, like on your app, 
Yeah. I that's how I feel about listening to me. Some people like it. I would like watching me if I were you, but <laughs> I don't like listening to me back on the podcast. Well, it's an it's been an interesting journey and I'll try to keep this short, but I used to be terrified of public speaking, mm. terrified to Same. see myself on video, mm. terrified to hear my own voice. So this has been a journey for me. You know, I will say to her, I'm like, I can like she'll she films in the studio as well. Uh, and I'm like, I just so she gets a lot of me, which mm -hmm. we never used to get because I was behind the camera. Mm -hmm. And it's I'm like, I just cannot believe I do this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because I used to be paralyzed in fear to even say any words in mm -hmm. front of people. Um, and so it's and now seeing myself is just like whatever. Mm -hmm. And hearing myself is just like whatever mm -hmm. because it's so often now. And I, I try to, you know, polish up my skills, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, um, the more I hear myself. So it is beneficial. So I guess I've gotten kind of past seeing myself, hearing myself. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. It's, it's a humbling experience it is. for me. No, it definitely <laughs> is. Same. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready for our game? I am. Okay. So Do you want us both to answer? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So as short and concise of answers as you can. And one I'm, word. Yes, one word if you can. Okay. Two at the most. Okay. Okay. Do you want to ask? No, you go for it. Okay. Babe. You're so good at it. Oh, thanks. All right. Feminism. Necessary. Powerful. Mm. Monogamy. Optional. Hard. Dating. <laughs> Hard. Hard. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Necessary. All I, the way. Mm. Queer. Fascinating. The more the better. Marriage. Fuck Un it. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting. Hard. Uh, I'm going to try not to say hard, but a journey. Mm. Polyamory. To each their own. Cheers. <laughs> Republican. Not aligned. Bye. <laughs> Nepotism. <laughs> Can I come back to that one? Yeah, revisit. All right. Courtney, are you going to? I'm going to revisit as well. Okay. Democrat. Yes. Let's go. Barbie. Fun. Pink. Psychedelics. Not my thing. Scary. Oh, interesting. Politics. Polarizing. No, thank you. Blue lives. I feel like I'm, whatever I say, I'm going to want to expand on this. <laughs> okay. Uh, a response to BLM is what I feel like it is. Not its own thing, if you will. Polarized. Mm. Cannabis. Necessary. Legalize. Religion. Old school. 
fascinating also. There's just a lot of lot to it. Mm-hmm. Patriarchy. Smash it. <laughs> Gotta go. Therapy. Yes, please. More. Men. Let's make more of them cry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Let's see the tears, men. Yes. Uh, plastic surgery. Yes. Teaches their own. Fitness. Life changing. Mandatory. Now we're journeying back to nepotism. Okay. All I can think about is Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Okay. <laughs> that's all I can think about. So that's what I'm going to say. Oh, and sex playlist. Yes or no? Yes. Good answer. Yes. <laughs> but I told you guys about my sex playlist. You did. That's yeah. why I asked. Yeah. I knew you did have I love one. Mm hmm. That's that all we're going to say about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> now you can wonder about um, Amanda and Courtney and the sex playlist <laughs> that exists <laughs> at their house. Well, thank I love you guys it. so much for being yes, on. Thank you yeah. for having us. I feel like yeah. we could talk for hours. Uh, yeah. yeah, we absolutely could. Yeah, I do have a goal of starting a podcast. I I gave myself a December first goal. Mm-hmm. And okay. if we that's do it, not very long from now. I know. I, know. I I'm I talked to like one individual about helping me learn about it. Mm-hmm. Number two is in the room. I'll get get talking to him about it. But if and when it starts, I would love to have you guys. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, sign us up. Yes. Yeah. Then sure. we can talk. Longer. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hours. Yes. Oh my god, it'd be so fun to be interviewed. I know. I'll have to get ready. <laughs> Start preparing now. <laughs> yes, I love it. But honestly, thank you so much for yes, being here. Thank you. It has been an honor to have you in the room. Um, to all of our listeners, please check out um, Tire Trained, and Courtney has her own business as well. There's a link in the show notes for that. Um, check them out. They're doing some really amazing things here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Support local. Support local. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. Support locally owned female owned businesses. Yes, yes. we have an yes. app. I will say we have an app. If you go to the website in the bio, um, there is a tab. You can click on that. So even cool. if you're not local... You can still support us. Yeah. Yes. And yourself. Work out with Amanda from afar. Absolutely. And go follow us at Other the Podcast. Like, share, review. Right. Bye. Bye.